You're listening to the Mortgage Reports Podcast, where we reveal tips, tricks, hacks, and knowledge to help you buy a home, refinance, or invest in real estate. Hey, what's going on, guys? Ivan Simental, your host of the Mortgage Reports Podcast. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about should you buy the nicest house, nicest house in the worst neighborhood. But before that, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Um, if you find value, please hit that like and subscribe button and share this with a friend or family member. So this question comes up often, right? Where we have flippers looking at houses that want to buy houses that are distressed in nice neighborhoods or people that just want to buy the nicest house in a, a not so desirable neighborhood or in a neighborhood that needs a lot of love because they want to have the nicest house on the block. There are a couple thoughts to this though. In my opinion, I would like to buy a house in an okay neighborhood or in an up and coming neighborhood and have the house be the not so prettiest house in the neighborhood. So maybe my two neighbors have you know beautiful landscaping, uh, freshly coats of paint on their house, nice driveways, they've you know redid their kitchen or redone their kitchen, new flooring. And the house that I'm looking at has dead grass, has weeds, needs a paint job, uh, needs a new kitchen, needs new uh, updated bathrooms. But you already have two, hopefully, lovely comps next to your house that you're looking at. So you might get this house at a somewhat of a discount and you put some love into it. And depending on whatever your strategy is for this house, if you're going to stay in it for a year, five years, 10 years, if you're going to rent it out, this could be a good way to save yourself some money and of course do minor upgrades or do, you know, basic landscaping, um, add some turf or, you know, add some grass, uh, a fresh coat of paint on the outside, replace the flooring, depending on how much square footing you have. Um, this could definitely bring up the value of your property fast. And depending on how much of a discount you're going to get on it, because it is a not so nice house uh, and it might make sense for you. Uh, this is what we did. So we bought a house um, that our first house, it was just, it had no kitchen. Um, it had no flooring. The landscaping was just terrible. But the houses in the neighborhood were, they ranged from decent um, all the way up to great and fully remodeled. So we we came up with a strategy and we bought the house. We offered, they had it listed, I believe, at 410. They had it listed at 410,000. We ended up buying it for 360, I believe. Um, 360,000. We put the minimum down payment down. We put about... 40-ish thousand dollars into it. So all in, we were probably looking at, you know, 400,000 all in, right? We sold it a year later and we were able to sell it for $580,000. So we made a pretty nice chunk of change because we saw one, there's an opportunity there. Two, the neighborhood is a uh, desirable neighborhood and it's a nice neighborhood. And we bought the not so nicest house, actually the ugliest house, literally the ugliest house in the neighborhood. Um, but we had a plan. We, we talked with some real estate um, investors. We talked, um, of course, I know real estate investors. So we talked with a few real estate agents, kind of pitched them the idea of what we're going to do. Um, they said, this is great. 
uh, we think that you will definitely make some money. So this is why it's important, guys, to get with a lender, get with a real estate agent that really understand your plan and really understand your short-term goals as well as your long-term goals uh, because they can advise you based on that. Um, and make sure that the reputation is reputable and good. So yeah, I 100% think it is a good idea to buy the ugliest house in the nicest neighborhood. But let's flip it. Should you buy the nicest house in the ugliest neighborhood? In my short answer and quick answer to this would be no. Um, and let me go into it a little bit because you're buying the best house on the block, right? So there's really no comparables that will help you um, when you're trying to sell it for more or when you're trying to uh, justify why your house should be worth more. Yes, you'll be living in the nicest house in the ugliest neighborhood, but I think you're better off buying the uglier house in that neighborhood because then your value, once it's fixed up or once you put some TLC into it, will then be here to the nicer house or the nicest house in the neighborhood. So you have something to strive to when you are remodeling your house or when you're uh, doing your, your small upgrades or whatever upgrades you're doing, you have something to strive for. Here, you're already at the top, right? So these houses, once hopefully they get remodeled, they will eventually catch up to you and then what, what's next, right? So that's my opinion. I wouldn't buy the nicest house in the ugliest neighborhood because of that. I would have said as an investment, uh, for an investment reason, I would buy the ugliest house as I've already stated, that's what I did. So that's what my recommendation on this. But of course, now we have to determine if that ugliest, if that nicest house in the ugliest neighborhood is in a desirable area. Um, and it's in a, in a good school zone. Um, so this now we, we're taking the big picture approach and what's the, the plan for this, right? What's your goal? Why are you buying this house in this specific neighborhood? Um, is it close to your job? Is it close to your kid's school? Is it an up and coming neighborhood? So this all has to be taken into consideration because I don't specifically know, but if, if this makes sense for you to buy that nice house in the ugly neighborhood, because of whatever I just listed, then 100% take advantage of that. And you might even be able to get it at a discount because you're like, hey, look, this house is beautiful, but the neighborhood really sucks or the neighborhood is not nice. So again, it depends on your situation. It depends on what your uh, short-term and long-term goals are to answer that question. But I've, I hope that I've given you something to think about. I hope that I've given you a sort of my thought process as to what I did and what a lot of investors do. But again, at the same time, that beautiful house in the ugly neighborhood could make sense for you in your specific situation. You just have to outweigh the pros and cons. So thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Mortgage Reports podcast. Again, please hit that like and share and subscribe button uh, and share it with somebody that you think would find value in this specific episode or somebody who bought a nice house in an ugly neighborhood or a ugly house in a nice neighborhood. Thank you so much for tuning in. See you soon. Thanks for listening to the Mortgage Reports podcast. Visit themortgagereports.com for daily mortgage rate updates, news, and advice from experts. 